Now, on this Invest Talk podcast, Steve Peasley listens to your questions. Just wondering what your thoughts are on all the Robinhood trading and the, the Red Hat boards. And provides unbiased answers. It's very interesting what's happened. And, you know, we talked about GameStop, and I'll talk about it again. Invest Talk, over 28 million downloads and counting. Hey, uh, I was looking at maybe taking a position in Ecolab, ECL. Call anytime, 24 7. 888 99 This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and this is Invest Talk. Welcome. It is Wednesday, February 3rd, 2021, and on today's program and podcast, we do the same thing almost daily, okay, every day. The, we give you our mission statement, which is independent thinking and shared success. And we do that because we want to, you know, we want to make sure you, you understand that we don't buy somebody else's thinking. Our market reporting, our process of how we explain how we look at things uh, how we try to educate all the information we provide and of course the stock commentary are our own we don't buy it from somebody else and that's what I mean by independent thinking and it's all an effort to help you and me and every all my clients to we all be successful we want to be all be successful and I don't mind sharing I want to share I'm good with that I'm Steve Peasley, and of course, we encourage, encourage you to contact me and Justin during this show with any of your financial or investment questions, and you know, it drives the show. It makes it interesting. You do that, not me. You do that. You make it interesting. So, you can interact with the show right now. We're live. We stream live 4 to 5 Pacific time every day, Monday through Friday. And then, of course, we if you can't do it while we're live, you can always call anytime and leave questions. And we have a backlog of questions, so we're going to try to get through them today as fast as possible. The number never changes, 888-99-CHART. So let's go ahead and get right to the listener questions. Hi, Steve or Justin. This is Josh from California. I have a question regarding Equinox, E-Q-I-X. I recently noticed it's trending down after being very overbought. Should I look into buying it now, or when would be a more appropriate time to pick this up? If this is just for my Roth IRA, leave it in there and drip it. Thank you, guys. Look forward to the reply. Bye. Okay, EQIX, everybody. That's the name of the stock. Equinox, Inc. That's the symbol, I'm sorry. And the name is Equinox. Provides network, neutral uh, color location, interconnections, and managed services. It is a $67 billion company. It's big. Uh, it's $754 stock, going to make $26.87 a share. And I noticed for every year it's made more and more money. So it's very steady. Growth rate has been between 6 and 10% per quarter for a very long time. So that steadiness always gets rewarded with a higher stock price. So here it is at $754, $754, and it's going to make, let's see, I'm doing the math here. Uh, it's going to make $26.87, so that gives it, 
you know, it gives it a P of about 28. So that, whenever you have a company that makes a lot of money, has done it consistently over the years and keeps growing, even though the growth is not huge, but it's consistent, you'll always have to pay up for that. So it's five year earnings if its PE is 16 to 34, and based on next year's earnings, it's going to be 28. So it's not cheap. It's not. Uh, but if you want to buy this kind of steady company, you're going to have to pay up for it. Uh, it pays a 1.4% dividend. Uh, it's a good, solid company. I would have to look into the debt and see how where that's come from. But it's a very good company. Okay? I know you want strategies. We all do to help deal with the, any market volatility or any long-term uncertainty or even short-term uncertainty. How do you deal with that? So I'm ready to give you that information. I don't mind. 888-99-CHART is the number. For today's trivia question, I will look at a survey that was measured measured market distrust since COVID. Do you have heightened market anxiety? So we're going to you know, address that in our trivia question halfway through the show. Now, how did the market do today? Well, it was mixed. Not a lot of movement, really. Uh, the Dow was up 36, the NASDAQ down 2, and the S&P up 4. So a lot of nothing today. But we've had a good week so far. We've had a couple of really good days. So, so uh, I think that the market's still in a very positive mode. I'm worried about correction. But you know what? To be honest, I worry about corrections all the time. I mean, I, I don't, it's not like super anxiety for me or anything like that. I just want to know, I know they come and I always want to prepare for them. And basically corrections, I just want to prepare what to buy during the correction, not sell, buy. What am I going to buy during the correction? You know, when do I get to see a correction so I get the opportunity to buy? You know, so you're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. And, of course, we made it again in this new year. February is already here. I can't believe January is already gone. So it's it always seems to go by fast. With all the changes we see happening, it's important to remember that during times of market uncertainty, the task of building your financial freedom never changes. It's always there. And, you know, all it does is take consistency on your part, really. If you want to build financial freedom, be consistent. Put money away. Now, all our goals, everybody's goal is financial freedom. We want to do that. So if we can do it, we can get there. Give me a call. Answer any of your questions. 888-99-CHART. The markets react to uncertainty. Are you prepared? Is your portfolio balanced? Is it optimized? Your financial future depends on the answers to those questions. Steve Peasley is here now and he's ready to talk with you. Call Invest Talk 888-99-CHART. Hi, Steve and Justin. This is Brandon in Northern Virginia. I know um, on the Friday episode you talked about how the 10-year is going up and that could potentially cause the uh, mortgage rates to go up. So I was just curious what you thought of the home building sector. Um, in particular, I'm looking at NBR Homes. I'll look forward to hearing your answer later on. Thank you. I think it's too late. I think they're topping. I think uh, you don't buy them now. 
You take profits off them. Uh, NVR, NVR Inc., builds single-family detached homes, townhomes, con- condominium buildings in 14 states in, in D.C. It's a $4,500 stock, and it's going to make $365 a share next year. Okay, so that tells you it's not that expensive based on next year's earnings. But everybody already knows that. And everybody also, as, I, as he pointed out, the 10-year Treasury note is rising. With that thing rising, most likely interest rates or mortgage rates will follow and start to creep up. And so we all know that. So what that means is we know that the housing market has been very well. Well, that's why the stock has done so well. It's already put, you know, you have to think ahead. You don't invest in the rearview mirror. You, you invest looking in the windshield, looking forward. And you know that housing has done really well. Interest rates have been very low. And, you know, probably these stocks are very close to being at their peaks. The housing stocks. So I, I wouldn't be a buyer of it. I wouldn't. If I owned it, I'd be I'd be looking for a place to sell it or have a tight stop to get out of it, you know, unless it was one of my blue chip long-term holds. And even though this is a $16 billion company, housing stocks are, you know, they're very cyclical, very cyclical. Okay? My focus point today concerns this lesson, five must-haves in your 2021 financial plan. You know, you always have these three must do this or six list of six things you have to do or, you know, this is five must-haves in your 2021 financial plan. In other words, it's just trying to make it a simplistic way to, to think, you know, for your financial plan going in the future. We'll talk about it. Other topics that I might get to, uh, ADP jobs report came out today, 174,000 new jobs. So the official jobs report comes out Friday. Maybe we can talk about that a little bit. Um, but let's go ahead and go to a live call. Let's go to Smith in Los Angeles. Smith. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Thanks for taking Good. my call. Thanks for the call. I uh, just wanted to ask about ticker MSCI. Um, purchased uh, into this stock about three or four months ago. It's done pretty well for me. Uh, it's been dropping a bit and just wanted to see uh, what you think of it. Okay, let's take a look. MSCI Inc. provides investment decision support tools to institutions investing in equity and fixed income. It's a big company, $35 billion size. Uh, It's been very, very steady on its earnings growth over the years. Uh, This year, $9.07, up from $7.83 last year. Next year, $10.33, about a 15% increase. Sales have increased between 8 and 12% a quarter for two years solid. So very, very steady. Therefore, it's going to be costly. So uh, it's a $417 stock, going to make $10, and that means it's a 41.42 PE. Well, is that expensive? Well, it's kind of right in the middle of their range. 24 to 58 is their PE range. Don't have a debt issue. Uh, return on equity. It's pretty strong. Cash flow is pretty strong. Management owns 3%. And mutual funds are steady. They haven't increased or got out. So it's it, if you own it, I'd probably keep it. It's such a steady, big company. It, it's just 
something that you would just put aside and let it continue because it does very well over long periods of time. Do you own it still? And, and you, I mean, do you want to add it or you yeah. think about? I, I own it still and I have it in my Roth IRA. I was looking for a long-term growth and I just yeah, wasn't, wasn't sure if it was something that I should keep my eye on or if I could feel comfortable uh, holding yeah. on to it for a while. I think you can hold on to it. It is one of those, it's a blue chipper. I, I, you know, it's been so steady for a certain number of years. I think you just hold on to it. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Okay, uh, let's keep moving. Let's go to our voice bank. Uh, someone called. Uh, remember, the vo- vo- voice bank number is 888-99-CHART. Hi, Stephen Justin. This is Rob from Manhattan Calling. Love the show. got a question for you about Disney, super simple DIS. I bought into Disney when... Things got really uh, bad for it uh, earlier in the year. Back in March, I bought around $98. And at the time, had a, a small percentage of my portfolio. But now it's, of course, grown a lot. And the position I have is far more than 5%, which, you know, is you guys typically recommend. So, honestly, how do you usually handle growth like that? And what would be a good move to uh, make sure that I'm not overexposed? Thanks. I appreciate everything you guys do. Take care and have a good one. So how we handle it is we rebalance the portfolio. We look at the holdings every few months, uh, um, and I, I tell people that you can look at it once a year or twice a year. Take a look at it. if you're kind of out of balance, you want to maybe cut back on the ones that have done really well. Disney has done very well. It's $176 stock now. I like the company a lot, even though the sales have fallen the last couple of quarters. Well, we know why, don't we? Um uh, so it's going to rebound uh, next year. Uh, it's going to—it's still making money. It never not did not make money. But at one hundred seventy-six dollars, the you know, it's only going to make four dollars and seventy cents next year. So that makes it kind of expensive. So I would probably take some profits off the table, rebalance. Uh, but I still hold on to it. This is a long-term blue chip hold. Disney will always do well in the future for future. It's just kind of expensive right now. So that's why I would rebalance and take some of that profit off the table. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278, everybody. Your investment, you're listening to Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and I thank you for being with me. Uh, the need to be vigilant never stops. You still have to watch your portfolio, like the guy just called about Disney. It's a great company, but... It doubled on him and has made his portfolio out of balance. That's what I mean. you got to be vigilant. Keep looking at your stuff. Your participation is very important to the show. So I'm asking you to give me a call live, 888-99-CHART. Here's another benefit when you sign up for our Talk Insider Program, a brief list of real estate investment trusts, REITs, that should be on investors' radar if they're looking for exposure to this dividend-focused sector. You can sign up for this free Talk Insider Program on investtalk.com. Have you heard about Riskalyze? It's a brief question and answer form that you fill out online. Steve Peasley and Justin Klein will also get a copy of your responses. They can use the Riskalyze results to help you formulate a strategy that fits your investing risk tolerance. 
Learn more anytime and take the Riskalyze quiz at investtalk.com. Hey, Pete and Justin, this is Rick in Dallas. Just wondering what your thoughts are on all the Robin Hood trading and the, the Red Hat boards and uh, what's going on right now. If you think some of these names in retail and some of the other ones have been depressed so long and just skyrocketing, if uh, that's going to have an overall effect on the market. And second of all, if you think there's any, um, some of the big money managers on Wall Street, are they getting in on this too that are driving some of this up? Or is it just the retail investors? Interesting your thoughts. Thanks a lot. Appreciate what you guys do. Good day. Bye. Okay. Um, it's very interesting what's happened. And, you know, we talked about GameStop, and I'll talk about it again. And what you have is, you know, people like, Robin Hood, that are investors, these are little small guys, right? And um, they got together and they saw a company, which in this state, GameStop, and they tried to do the same thing a little bit on silver, but a GameStop that was heavily shorted, meaning that Wall Street, the big hedge funds, were betting that GameStop was going to go down, go out of business. And they kind of were helping it do that, okay? Because they were shorting the stock, meaning they wanted it to go down. Well, retailers, retail investors turned, turned the tables on them. And it's kind of Goliath versus the giant, right? I mean, uh, Dave versus Goliath kind of thing. And Goliath being the giant, the, uh, the hedge fund guys. And David was pretty much beating them up. And, you know, I can get into how that happened because it, it, you know, the, you know, if they push the stock price up into insane areas, no way is GameStop worth, you know, more than $10, $20 a share, okay? And they push it up to three, $400 a share, and that's just crazy. So you and I, we need to stay away from that. That's not investing. That's all speculation, all gambling. And, of course, now the GameStop stock fell 60-something percent. In one day, what was it, the day before yesterday, and then yesterday it was up, you know, it, it just, it's not investing. It shouldn't be anything that you, a reasonable investor, should get involved in. It's gambling. It's all speculation. It's pyramid building. It's a pyramid. Pyramid scheme. I mean, it's going to collapse. So don't get around it. Don't worry about it. Let's go to Subhan in Canada. How you doing, Subhan? Hi, Steve. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for the call. Yeah, I have a question for the ticker symbol NKLA, Nicola. I'm trying to buy a small positions for the long term, if there is a good potential in this company, since okay. everyone is behind the cars and everything. But I'd like to hear your opinion. What do you think? Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate okay. it. Thank you for the call. So this is Nicola Corporation, Nicola and Nicola. Uh, it manufactures battery electric and hydroelectric vehicles, electric vehicle drivetrains and components. And it's out of Phoenix, Arizona. It is a $9.3 billion company. It has made, it does not make money, has never made money. It's all a bet on the future. Okay. Uh, and therefore, it's a story stock. So you're betting that the story is going to turn out well, uh, what it makes. But 
I, I personally, I would not. It doesn't make money. Hasn't never made money. So therefore, I don't invest in it. Uh, I'm not a person to invest in companies that don't make money. Uh, is the stock going to succeed? Depends on how good if the story it tells actually comes out. And I'm not opposed to buying a story stock, but when you do buy one, make sure you buy only one or two, and make sure you only put a little bit of money. If you like the story. You can buy it, but just a little bit of your overall wealth. I mean, if I was to buy a story stock and I, you know, my portfolio is in the millions, I wouldn't spend more than five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars on it, which would be very insignificant over my overall portfolio. You have a portfolio of fifty thousand, then don't spend more than a thousand on a stock like this. Be very, very careful. Yeah, you know, these are very High risk, high speculating stocks. Okay, that's what I think. Okay, do you, uh, you know, our main talking point today, five must-haves in your portfolio, if you're in retirement portfolio, financial planning. What should you do if you're planning a financial, you're looking at your overall financial picture, what should you do? Well, first of all, look for very low costs and fees in anything you do. Make sure you open up a Roth, a regular IRA, and a Roth. I like both of them myself. Maybe you should buy insurance. Make sure you have proper insurance, proper allocation, and a general sense of your tax situation. Those are things you need to know. Okay, uh, before... 2020 was a pretty tough year all around. Market watchers and market participants had to keep their eyes pretty open, pretty wide open experiencing all that volatility. So as we grow to go to break, here's my trivia question. The coronavirus event has caused continuing uncertainty. So what percentage of American consumers, consumers have admitted that they do not trust the stock market? And beyond COVID, what has been revealed as the most prevalent factor causing distrust? So I'm going to give you the answers after the break, but give me a question. You can call anytime, 888-99-CHART. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It is official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, Whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. At this point, I think almost everyone has heard how generative AI promises to bring us to the next industrial revolution. AI is already shaping society with an impact on daily life that echoes the transformative significance of electricity or the internet. As we take steps to embrace the potential of generative AI, 
We need to remain vigilant with regard to its exploitability. This is where HackerOne comes in. HackerOne's AI Red Team addresses the novel challenges of AI safety and security for businesses that are launching new AI deployments. The HackerOne approach involves targeted offensive testing by harnessing the collective skills of ethical hackers who are proficient in AI and prompt hacking. In short, AI red teaming is the practice of stress testing AI models and deployments to make sure they can't be tricked into providing information beyond their intended use, and that security flaws can't be exploited to access confidential data or systems. HackerOne seamlessly integrates with your existing tools to enhance communication and collaboration across development, security, and IT teams. So, stay ahead of the game in the battle against cyber threats with HackerOne's Attack Resistance Platform. Learn more at HackerOne.com. That's H-A-C-K-E-R-O-N-E.com. HackerOne.com. The new year is bringing lots of changes. Are you prepared? Is your portfolio balanced? Is it optimized? You don't have to guess. You can get unbiased guidance from Invest Talk hosts Steve Peasley and Justin Klein. The phone lines are open now and your questions are welcome. 888-99-CHART. Okay, uh, before the break, I talked about the must-haves for your financial plans. Quickly went through the list. Committing to a low or, or low-cost fees. So, you know, like, I just wanted to mention that insurance products like, um, you know, the ones that they sell that really cost a lot of money, but they act like it's an investment, life insurance, whole life, universal life. Yeah. You know, these things you got to be real careful of because they, they trap you into something and they're expensive. Also, I mentioned a Roth versus a regular IRA. Well, only because a Roth is different tax treatment and than a regular IRA. So it's you need to know what that means. But it's very good to have one of those. Uh, you know, asset allocation, where you're putting your money and what is it doing. You really need to understand it. Too many people don't really understand it. And the problem is, is if your salesman may actually want to confuse you, even though he's explaining everything there is, it still can be confusing to most people, those asset allocation models that they have. I just try to think it, keep it simple, so understandable for you. But make sure you diversify. Make sure you understand what you're doing. You know, and make sure what it does to your taxable stuff. You know, your, your tax situation, what kind of taxable event will it have? Sometimes they tell you, oh, it's not taxed, and it really is taxed. It's just not taxed for a long time. You've got to be aware. You've got to know the basics of all your, all your financial investments. You have to know the basics of economics. I know it sounds complex, but it really isn't. It really isn't. You just have to take an active interest. Okay. Okay, so before the question, before the break, I asked a trivia question, right? Uh, the coronavirus uh, has caused continuing uncertainty. So what percentage of American consumers have admitted that they do not trust the stock market? And beyond COVID, what has been revealed is the most prevalent factor causing distrust? 
Okay, despite the fact that every decline in the stock market has eventually recovered, every one of them in the S&P 500 has all been buying opportunities, and the S&P 500 has actually moved up 27, 2,700% since 1970. Many consumers today do not trust the stock market. They don't. In fact, a survey uh, uh, by MagnifyMoney.com found that a staggering 34% of American consumers do not really trust the stock market. Why? Since 1970, it's gone up 2,700%. Because it's volatile, that's why. Only 17% of all people say they trust it completely. 17%. Despite, despite the fact, the numbers, the the actual facts that the market goes up consistently over time. Only 17% trust it. The survey found that consumers not only have a general distrust of the stock market, but 24% of the survey uh, uh, respondents also reported that they do not trust Wall Street analysts. Well, I don't trust them that either myself, who dispense investing advice and talk about company performance and then make stock recommendations. So I think you should trust the market, but you don't have to listen to the analysts. Just look at, do the, do the homework yourself. You'll be fine with it. It's not rocket science. Okay, when asked which aspects of the stock market they find the most untrustworthy... The top response was confusion about how it works. And that is the problem. It is confusing. It is. But you can pull back, make it simple. You can do that. You don't have to listen to the... Because there's so many different aspects in investing that it gets confusing. Uh, Then the belief that the market favors interests of the wealthy... Does it? Yeah, it does. The more money you have, money talks. That still shouldn't prevent you from investing in it. And finally, that it doesn't seem to accurately portray the state of the economy. Well, that's true because the market, the stock market looks forward, not as what is today. It looks at what the state of the economy is going to be six months from now, a year from now. See, too many people look at it today and say, how come it doesn't reflect today's reality? That's because investors don't look at today's reality. They look at tomorrow's reality, next week, next month, next year. That's the problem I think we are dealing with is people don't understand how it works. It's not hard. It's very understandable, but most people don't take the time to learn that. Okay. Let's grab a live call now. Lucas in Indiana. How you doing, Lucas? Good, thank you. Go ahead. Got a question about uh, GW Pharmaceuticals. Uh, been in it, kind of gets got lucky. Only been in it with swing trading and uh, got in. And it is just got announced today that it's getting bought out by another company, Jazz Pharmaceuticals, and the stock price jumped up. My general question is. How to value a stock when it is getting acquired? Um, so the, the the buyout on this one says that it's going to be for $120 a share plus $20 in stock. And my question is, does that mean that's what the stock price should go to until the buyout, or, or where should it be? 
Okay, when a company A, when a company A buys company B, the stock of company A that's being bought, I mean company B that's being bought, company A buying company B, company B, the target company, that stock will go up to about 90% of the buyout price the day that that's announced. This is normal, about 90% of the price, not 100%, not normally. Uh, reason why it doesn't go to 100% because the deal could fall through. There's a chance of that. Sometimes it will go higher than the price because the, the target company will say, no, I want you to pay more money. But generally speaking, it goes about 90%. You really can't analyze that because someone is offering to buy the company. You can't analyze, well, the, is that a proper value? Well, who knows? No one really knows but generally, the buyout price is higher than the current stock price by a certain significant amount, okay? So what do you do as an individual? If you own the company, what I do is I generally recommend go ahead and sell it at that 90% of the buyout price because the risk now is is not going to go much higher, but the more risk is that it'll fall back down because the deal will fall through. So generally, I tell people, take the deal, don't get greedy. Don't get greedy for that extra 10%. You know, so take the money and move on to another company. You should not be buying a new position in a company that's been offered to buy out. It's too late. You're done. It's done. Too late. Don't get it. Don't even think about it. Move on. Look for something else. But that's how I usually treat that kind of information and buy out. Okay. Now, as I often told you, the InvestTalk caller question come in day and night or any time, all the time, right? The listener line number is always open, 888-99-CHART. So let's go to another one. Hey, Stephen, Justin. This is Mike. Hey, uh, I was looking at maybe taking a position in Ecolab, ECL, and I was wondering what your thoughts were on that. Uh, I'll take it off the air while I'm listening. Enjoy the podcast. Have a great day. Okay, Ecolab, ECL, headquarters in St. Paul, Minnesota, $59 billion company, so it's big. Uh, markets clean, sanitizing, uh, pest elimination, maintenance, and repair products to hotels and restaurants. It's made money consistently over the years, and it's grown its earnings fairly consistently. Sales have been kind of erratic the last year or two, obviously for COVID situation. Uh, it will be erratic when you shut down an economy. They're going to make $5.34 next year. It's a $208 stock. That means the price is pretty high. Okay. Um, I, I, I wouldn't say that it's unreasonably high. Uh, at $208, going to make $5 a share. But, it, you know, that's a 40 PE, and that's pretty steep. And the range of the five-year range is 23 to 51. Return equity is very good at 19%. And the stock has been kind of going sideways after recovering from the COVID low of March last this last year. It went up to about $230, and it's been between 200 and, well, about 180 to 230 for almost two, for six, seven months now. I don't know. I, there's nothing exciting about it that would make me want to get in. It doesn't only pays a nine to nine tenths of one percent dividend yield. Big company, not a lot of growth. 
I don't know. Uh, I, I don't see a good place, a good reason to buy it. If I was to, was to buy it, I'd have to get it about one, 185, 190, somewhere in that range. That would be my buy. Okay, let's squeeze in another question caller here. Hi, Stephen Justin. This is John from Pennsylvania calling. I'd love to get your thoughts on Mass Tech Digital, MHH. I recently entered this as originally as a swing trade. I got in around 1550, which I believe is around the support level. But I, the more I look at the balance sheet, the more I actually think this could be a potential solid company to hang on to. I would love to get your thoughts on whether or not you think it's worth holding on to more of a, say, three to five year play, or if I should just continue to treat this as a swing play. Thanks, guys. Look forward to hearing your answer. I would think uh, you would treat it still as a swing kind of trade or a trading stock. Not necessarily a swing trade, but a trade. It's a really small company, $196 million company, and those are very, very volatile. This is MassTech Digital, symbol MHH, provides information technology, staffing, consulting, and global recruiting services. Recent quarter sales have fallen 2 to 4%. Before that, they were a pretty consistent growth of around 10 12%, but recently not so good. They're going to make $1.20 a share this year, um, uh, meaning the year will be 2020 because it's their year, their Financial year still 220, 2020. 2021, they're going to make $1.28 to a $17 stock. So it's not overpriced. You know, it's a very reasonable price. But um, I don't think it's, it's not a blue chip long term kind of holding company. It's it's more of, uh, let's see if we can get it uh, get it to value. And it wor- it's worth probably in the mid 20s. And here is at $17. When it went up to about $25, $26 a share, it fell back down. And I think it'll probably go back to that area again. And I would sell it if it does. That's MHH. Okay. 888-99-CHARTER is our number. 888-992-4278. We appreciate your call. Please call anytime. You can leave a question on our caller line anytime you want because it's open 24 hours a day and seven days a week. Um. You know, our company, real quick uh, uh, real quick overview of what we do, KPP Financial, located in Orange County, California. Uh, we are a registered investment advisor firm. Thanks to technology, we can review anybody's portfolio any place around the world, really. But we can do it through online, through sending us your portfolio and taking a look at it. Invest Talk and KPP Financial operates with a pretty, pretty simple philosophy of independent thinking and shared success. We try to share our knowledge with everybody out there, including our clients. We try to give unbiased guidance. We we practice parallel investing, meaning we buy the same thing for ourselves as we do for our clients, and we have certain strategies from very risky to very conservative, depending on what you want and what fits your risk profile profile so we try to help people as best we can with what they're doing uh you can send us an email a message through our investtalk.com send me an email uh you can call our offices in irvine california and there's no obligation anytime we talk about your portfolio or review your portfolio there's, there's no obligation we just you know we would like to have you as a client but there's no obligation 
So 888-99-CHART is our number. Let's go to another caller in Washington. Hey, Justin, how you doing? Yeah, hi. Hi, Steve. This is Justin from Washington. Yeah. Uh, I had a question about MNKD, Mankind. I saw it run up quite a bit today, and I'm not understanding why. Um, I guess my question is, one, do you have any insight on why, why the run-up today? And two, should I look to take some profits here, or should I hang on? Maybe it'll go higher. Okay. Let's see. Um, M-M-M-N-K-D is the symbol. Mankind. Let's see if I'm trying to, I'm trying to get some information to why it moved. Mankind Incorporated develops treatments for cancer and diabetes, including a dry powder insulin formulation, a proprietary inhaler. Let's see. Um, uh, it says it's a mover. Mankind appoints James Shannon as chairman. So it changed, uh, changed some, um, uh, some of the managers. I'm just, I don't see anything real quick to tell me that something happened today. So it's hard to know. They don't make money. It's a $1.1 billion company. Sales are are growing slowly. The $5 stock, I didn't see anything real quick to, to give you some answers on that. So um, I, it's too risky for me because it doesn't make money like that. This is Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and we have one goal here to help you achieve financial freedom. And of course, our work will continue after this break. 888 99 chart. What are the dangers of short selling? Can anybody do it? Or what's your question? Why not ask it now at 888 99 chart on Invest Talk? This is Invest Talk. Is your portfolio balanced? Is it optimized? Is it delivering the types of gains you want and need to achieve financial freedom? Well, turn up the volume because there are many questions that deserve unbiased answers. And Steve Peasley is here now, ready to take your calls live. 888-99-CHART. Hi, Steve or Justin. Wanted to get your take on General Mills, symbol GIS. Seems to be in a downtrend, but the dividend was looking pretty attractive. Wanted to see if you thought this was a buying opportunity and get your thoughts on the company as a long-term hold. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, General Mills is one of those big blue-chip companies. Uh, it's out of Minneapolis, Minnesota, manufactures cereals, specialty foods, yogurt, dough mixes, snacks, for the retail industry, um, it makes money. It's always made money for umpteen bazillion years. Slowly grows earnings and slowly grows sales. More recently, sales have been up pretty strongly, seven to nine percent in the last three quarters. Before that, it was you know low single digits. Uh, three dollars seventy-five cents this year. Next year, three dollars seventy-three cents a share. It's a fifty-six dollars stock. Sales for about a fifteen PE or so. And the range is 11 to 25. So you, what you do, and it pays a 3.6% dividend. So you, it's a 29% return on equity. So it's one of those companies you wait for it to go on sale and you buy it. Put it in your portfolio and just leave it alone. Enjoy the 3.5% dividend and the very slow growth. That's it. Wait for an opportunity. 
like in the last year with the COVID fall, it went all the way down to $46, $47 a share. T today's $56 a share. So it never moves greatly, but is it time to buy it right now? Well, I think you... I think you could pick it. This is not a bad price to pick it up. But I, I'd probably wait. I'd want these kind of stocks. I wait for a recession or a big pullback in the market, then I buy them. But it's not a bad price where it is now. It's not cheap. It's not expensive either. People are really stepping up today, serving up our questions on my live line. Let's take a call from Owen from California. Hi, Owen. Hi. I was wondering what your opinion on Dollar General, ticker symbol DG, is. Okay, Dollar General is one of those companies that I like. Uh, DG uh, is the symbol. And what does Dollar General do? Operate 16,000 stores in 45 states. We happen to own this stock and have for a while. It makes money. It's going to make $10.73 this, 63 cents this year, and then $10.10 next year. So earnings are going down. But sales have been up in the 17 to 25% range in the last three quarters. Before, that was always around 8 10%. I think it's a bargain, really. In my own, uh, it pays a small dividend. has really 26% on return on equity, which is very high. Uh, good cash flow. I like the company. I, I like, you know, I like what they do. Um, the stock is falling right now. I think you wait till it stops falling, and then you buy it. Because long-term, this company is growing pretty solidly. So uh, I like the company. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Appreciate it. DG is a symbol up there. Um, let's see. People, you know, so, um, uh, you know, we have our newsletter comes out every Friday. So here it is, what, Wednesday? It comes out every Friday, and I usually talk about it on Friday's show, and I will do so again. It's got, it has four sections. Uh, pretty, if you're looking for a source of information based on, it, it has the first section is market conditions, what's happening in the stock market. If you don't really want to read a lots of reports and, uh, and articles enough, you can go right to our newsletter. It'll tell you what happened this week is important as far as the economic numbers out and what's going on in the market. Has a section on portfolio management. Has a section on a couple of stock ideas every week. Gives you a couple of stock ideas, and it has a section on consumer watch, which is it's a, a piece, a part of the newsletter talking about what is happening. It might be what fraudsters or what's the latest scam. It might be what's really good uh, opportunity for flights this coming up, or vacation places, or a good place to retire. It's all about the consumer, what's going on. But I think it might be something you might be interested in. You go to investtalk.com and you can order. I'm Steve Peasley, and this completes another Invest Talk program, everybody. Justin Klein will be here tomorrow. I'll be back on Friday. And we hope you will take us up on listening and telling people about our show. Independent thinking and share success. This is Invest Talk. Good night, everybody. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. 
Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is President and Justin Klein Chief Executive Officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listener line at 888-99-CHART. 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 